Should we have a meeting? Oh, why not? <laughs> uh, go on then. Got my notes. All present. Here. Here. Yes. Excellent. Laura's pick this time. Uh, the Green Knight. Why'd you pick this one, Laura? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Johnny English. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did try to change it at the last second, didn't you? But I'd already watched it and I felt some concussed fallacy. It felt like I really needed to vent on this one a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think so. I watched this on a first date when it came out. Oof. Um, and I thought it was awful and I just wanted it to end and I was so bored and I thought it would just was just dragged on and on. Was it a last date? <laughs> do, you, do you know? No, it wasn't actually. Ah. Um, should have been though. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, well, it wasn't a bad date. It was just one of those things where it was like, why, why are we in the cinema? We're, we're just having to sit in silence for two and a half hours or however long yeah. it is. Um, it's just awkward. Yeah. What like the cinema is a terrible place for it a is, date. It's awful. It's yeah, yeah. Never understood that. <sighs> um, but yeah, I hated it. And then, but I, it kind of played in my mind. I was like, mm, I sort of thought about it very, every once in a while, and I was like, maybe this is one of those things where I'll rewatch it and love it. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I had a sense that it would be. I don't know that it was actually probably a good film, and that I'd be very biased. So. Well, what did you think? So you picked it because you hated it, just so that I know <laughs> where I stand. I mean, it's always gone well in the past when I've done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we when all you loved Uncut Gems, didn't we? When you pick mm. films that you love, I also hate them. So <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Laura I cannot it win. <laughs> because she wanted to give it a second chance, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. That is good. Thank you, Fernando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been dragged along. <laughs> For what it's worth, I did think it was great the second time around. I thought oh, it was ah. film. I did really like it. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Because I just I didn't get it at all. Yeah, like, I didn't get what it was going for. Yeah. Once again, I think you know, I'm just gonna have to start picking these films again, so that you can go on the <laughs> same journey as me. That's true. Yeah. Give it a second try. <laughs> so not Claire, not so impressed. No. Right. That's a no from Claire. That's fine. That, I didn't know if you would like it. I thought, I had no idea, actually. Mm. And to be honest, it's been so long since I've watched it, I can't remember why I liked it or what happened or, or really anything about it. So I'm going to have a tough time mm. defending it, I think. This is going to be a great episode. Yeah, I mean, to, I know Johnny English pretty well, so I've got that in the bank. Right. <laughs> cool. Maybe we can just just put up some of the preamble to fill the hour. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the weather and stuff. Or falafel. I vote falafel. falafel. I've got a lot of opinions on falafel. That's some falafel yesterday for lunch. I had falafel yesterday at a surprise birthday party. I that also I was had falafel yesterday. <gasps> wow, Clay, you're the only one who didn't have falafel yesterday. Oh, I feel so oh, left out. You, you must can't be feel in the falafel awful. club. Oh. Were we all at the same place yesterday? <laughs> oh, that was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Were you all at the surprise thirtieth birthday party? I was at. <laughs> I was. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been a surprise. <laughs> 
Um, Fernando, what did you think of the Green yeah. Knight? I did like it. I actually really oh, liked okay. it. Um, I also cannot remember why, but um, <laughs> I remember liking it. Um, um, and now that I've also watched some other things where they explain what people sometimes mean when they say that a movie was cine... Oh, I forgot the word. But basically, it was just to say that I think they cared a lot about how they filmed each scene. Hmm. Um, hmm. There was attention to detail. Uh, yes, there was that. Um, and I like that. And yeah, I and then I read some more about the legend that inspired the film. And I think I like the film better. Um, mm. mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think that happened to me. Yeah, I, I read a bit more about it. And then because I was understanding what was happening, or not understanding it, but I could see why they'd done certain things, I liked it more. Mm. Um, Michael, you used the word vent. <laughs> yeah, I have problems. I the, I I was very torn on this film. I thought there were a lot of good features about it. It was it was like Fernando said. It was um, they took a lot of care over each scene, and they had a clear like like a they seemed to have a strong creative vision. But the result, that is to say, the thing we watched, I think you've got to say is a bad film. What? Um, there were a lot of features that were really crap and it was pretty up its own ass and didn't make sense. Like the story just didn't make sense and wasn't clear. Um, and they sort of butchered the source material when producing that, which you shouldn't get too religious over these things, but it it seemed like, oh, come on, no one's ever made a film of this classic story um and you're putting your crazy spin on it um yeah a lot lot of problems that's my summary interesting i didn't feel my my time was wasted though so that's something it wasn't spencer confidential or whatever (laughs) Hmm. i think there has been another version I didn't know about this, but I think right. they made a film in like the fifties or something. So I'd be interested to see. Oh, it. okay, that could be interesting. Yeah. So what did what, what what made you think? What were the bits that you thought were crap? Um, there were a lot of things that just were, well, in fact, a lack of attention to detail. Now I've said the other thing. Um, shit CGI. Um, I I don't know. It's getting worse every year. There's new films come out <laughs> with worse and more ubiquitous CGI. We've got a scene of like an old castle and a knight walking into it, and they've got CGI fog and a CGI tower and CGI birds on it and CGI like clouds and light beams. And I started thinking, like, is there not a fucking castle you could just go to and record this <laughs> rather than doing it all with CGI and not, I don't know, putting in the resources or that like this looks worse than Jurassic Park 30 years ago? Um, why is this? We can't keep holding up Jurassic Park as the best. Jurassic Park was flawless. Nothing will ever be better than Jurassic Park. The thing is, the reason Jurassic Park was flawless is because they used CGI only when they needed to, and they put the time and effort into making it good. But then this is, yeah, there's so many shots which are completely unnecessary um, and distracting and rubbish. So that that was one thing. Um, Unbelievably 
dark and gritty in a way that was completely unnecessary. Okay, have a moody atmosphere to a film. I, I get that. You know, put some sinister music in, have a few dark shots, stuff like that. Effective use of chiaroscuro. Um, <laughs> I'm all for. But this, it was like you walk into the palace of King Arthur and you can't see anything. It's, I don't have a bad TV. I have a good TV. And it, it was, you couldn't see anyone. There was like the, it was supposed to be midday. And it's like there's these two or three beams of light coming through these tiny windows. And everyone's just grimly looking at each other and whispering furtively. And, and it's, a, it's like it's a Christmas feast. Come on. Um, these totally dark rooms. <laughs> there was some, everyone was dirty. We, we saw, like, do you remember the, uh, in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where he meets the peasants who've established an autonomous collective? Yeah. But that, whenever you see peasants in the film, they're doing like a hilariously stupid, uh, manual task. There's one where there's a woman just hitting a, a rock against a piece of a, a lump of mud just for no reason. And this, there were, there were some washer women who were washing clothes. Now, washing clothes, that needs to be done. It's a hard job. But their their hands were covered in mud. Well, the like, They're washerwomen. They just need to wash their hands. <laughs> but but they can't be that dirty. Like, they were covered in mud. Like, <laughs> the whole thing they're doing is cleaning these clothes. But they'd obviously just gone, just put mud on everything. Make it dirtier. Um, and without really thinking about what that applies to. Um, We've got a few other things, uh, a few other things that come under the category of just that was a bit shit. They should have done better there, and then other things that are like the entire approach they were taking to making the film was a bit flawed. Um, <laughs> but w- one more thing is um, they use the language wrong. Um, this is, yeah, it's a it's a medieval romance. Okay, so we have thou and we have thee and we have these these old words, but they're using them wrong. Um, there's a bit, they say whomsoever, where they mean whoever, they, they used whom wrong. Mm. Um, they use thee wrong and thine wrong, like three or four times each. Um, I've got examples here. Uh, the guy says, uh, he looked like thee, perhaps he was thee. That, if they were actually using the language right, they'd say perhaps he was thou. Um, we've got other ones. What else? Uh, we've got, um, I, so I might know thee, I thank thee, I am amongst thee, what have thee? That, Mm. you would never say that, thee is like the accusative form, that no one has ever said what have thee, they'd say what hast thou, just do your research, like don't just throw down some random words. Um, just, just really disappointing, distracting, and a bit crap. Um, so those Maybe were my. They were using it in the way that people they thought that people would understand. I mean, it's yeah. pretty indefensible. In which case, I, I have no yeah. time for that at all. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just bad. <laughs> um, yeah, really poor. Mm. Um, going one step up, I think their approach to telling this story was very much focused on then a random thing happens that isn't properly explained and then we never come back to it. Um, There are loads of just characters that turn up 
that we just never find out who that character was or what bearing they had on the story. Some of them are in the poem. They're in the original poem and that they're important characters and you find out who they are at the end when all is revealed. But, mm. but in this film, they just don't <laughs> reveal it at the end. They just get to the end of the film. It's like, right, we're fucking done. Um, I like that. I like that you had to read it yourself. You know, it was kind of like a fuck you watcher, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe I explain anything. let's do Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, but let's just pull the last two chapters out. It'll be great. Then it'll be, you'll have to make up your own ending or whatever. It's just. <laughs> but the material's there, you know, if you know, you know. And if you can be bothered to go and look at it, you're like, ah, I've discovered something. That's what that means. Yeah. yeah, but I just want them to tell me the story when they tell me the story. I'm a simpleton. I <laughs> yeah. The, the credits didn't say further required reading the entire fucking poem. Oh, do you want it spelled out for you? <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's exactly what I want when someone tells me a story. A clue, at least, um, and that's for the stuff that really is in the poem. There was some other stuff that, as far as I can tell, was just completely made up. Um, and again, didn't really seem to have any bearing on anything. Um, who yeah, there's this fox, and there's the girl who doesn't have a head, and then he like brings the head back, and something crazy happens, and then he just goes on to the next scene, and and we never come, we, we never find out who that was, or <laughs> yeah, a girl that doesn't have a head. Yeah, there was a headless girl. Doesn't it wasn't didn't her head fall in the lake or something? Yeah, and he yeah. had to go and fish it oh, out. Oh yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But yes. then we never found out who she was. But maybe she's the fox. This I I do have to say. Oh, I don't think she, I don't think she's the fox. I think his mum was the fox. Anyway, symbolism t- later. Ah, uh, this is this is exactly why I hated it the first time round because I was like, what on earth is happening? This is so shit. None of these decisions make sense. I'm so not on board. Mm-hmm. I am bored. Etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but you know, reading the Wikipedia article really did me a world of good. I really enjoyed it the <laughs> okay. second time around. But I was like, I see. There's all sorts of. It doesn't have to make sense because it's from the poem. Yeah, the thing is, the poem did make sense. The poem <laughs> well... was like it was a good poem where they kind of tell you a story. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. That, those are my my overall gripes. I'm going to more detail on some of those. But um, what, I, were you guys kind of feeling the same that this is sort of just fucking around and not really, you know? No, but I no. see why you, why why you don't like nightclubs now. <laughs> <laughs> They're scary and confusing. <laughs> I like things I can remember. <laughs> Yeah, what 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 was how did you feel watching this then, Fernando? You liked it. Uh I did like it. Um and true there were these and dows, but I don't understand them anyway, so when <laughs> okay. when they were saying them, I was like, Oh yeah, I, I guess this is how people spoke in the past. I'm mm. still not understanding. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Um, so as it turns out, don't worry about it. Exactly. That and everything you just said sounds to me to be exactly what life is like. As in, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You just <laughs> yeah. have to go with it. Um and people do things 
without knowing what they're doing. This was very um, resembled real life in a in a very good way. Okay, so you enjoyed the chaos of it. I enjoyed the chaos of it, and I actually enjoyed that they did not explain what happened to <laughs> the to the to the person, to the main character in the end. Because when I remember, I, I I actually cannot remember what actually happens to to the person in the poem, but I remember mm. reading about it. I was like, ah, oh, this is a disappointing explanation. I'm actually glad that I can make up my own explanation <laughs> <laughs> of the situation. Yeah. Um. Mm, mm, yes, and I guess then what? What? What do I guess? Well, if you're expecting for the poem to be reproduced in a film, then I see how it can be disappointing. Um, but the poem didn't seem very interesting to begin with. Mm, yep. Mm, so I'm glad they, they took their own spin on it. Yeah, okay. Mm. <laughs> and perhaps the CGI was was bad, but to the untrained eye, to the uneducated eye like mine, I did not even notice that there was some CGI. Well, perhaps with the headless girl now that I remember that the headless girl yeah. was there. Um, but the fog, wow, I thought it was fog i guess me too i think i can't really remember but <laughs> really stood uh, out to me i didn't really notice mm. i thought it, maybe i just thought it was nicely you know it was all very stylized and you know i don't think they were going for natural mm-hmm. no um, people always say that as well They're like oh maybe it wasn't <laughs> meant to look good i'm like oh yeah maybe not <laughs> maybe they wanted it to look totally made up and bullshit <laughs> Uh, I think it, they wanted it to look quite fantastic. They wanted it to be mm. very magical and mysterious. And yeah, may, maybe the using CGI was part of that. Maybe. Um, and with the castle, what do you mean that was not a castle? When when I saw the castle, I was like, well, yes, surely that's a castle in Scotland. Uh <laughs> Mm, even though I think the poem is French. <laughs> uh, uh, the poem's English. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I recently watched the Apple version of um, Macbeth, and it was very clear that it was recorded in California oh, no. all the time. What version like, of Macbeth? The Apple TV version of Macbeth, TV version. Uh, which I think you've also watched because is you... Is that the tragedy of Macbeth with Denzel yes. Washington? Yes. Oh, I and love it's black that. and white. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, but all the time I was like, "Oh yeah, this this cannot be other place than California." Uh, <laughs> it was the girls with bikinis wearing sunglasses walking down the street, <laughs> and one one scene that gave it away. Yes, it was all bad, and the castle, of course, which was not a castle. It was clearly a building in California. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whereas with this film, I in well, I was fooled. I was like, oh, yes, mm. that's St. Andrew's Castle, obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, maybe maybe my eye is just too untrained to see all those deficiencies. Um, I guess that's good. Maybe ignorance is bliss. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, is, it was well received, like, critically. It's clearly not. Yeah. Lo- loads of people seem to like it. I don't know why, but they mm. do. <laughs> was it like Up, where they thought they liked it? But I don't buy. Th- I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen Up since the beginning, but surely <laughs> people don't just like Up because of the beginning. It has to be a good film. Kevin! I think that gets a lot of... um, I think that wins a lot of people over, which makes a big big difference. No, I haven't seen it for a while. Maybe that's fine. Sorry, that was an unnecessary quip at Up's expense. (laughs) I've never seen Up. Have you not? It's not that great. Yeah, it's all right to be (laughs) Watch the first ten minutes. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Maybe this film is like Coco, as in, I don't get why people like Coco, <laughs> but some people like it. Oh, I loved Coco. Coco, is that you the... Coco was good. The, the one set in Mexico? Yes. Oh, it was so good. You mm. see, as in, people like it, and I oh, just don't yeah. see why. Oh. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Coco, just... Was Coco set in Mexico? Mm, yeah. Uh, I wonder that? if it's that they just don't nail... Like, Brave was shit. <clears throat> I loved Brave. Brave was pretty good. Oh, okay. I can't remember no. Brave. Never brave. mind then. Brave? Oh, Brave. The definitely, Scottish one. Yeah, but definitely better than Coco. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the Green Knight. The Green Knight. Symbolism? Was it green? Oh, sorry. What was what green? I mean, was the night green? I can't he remember. Kind of green. No, he wasn't green. This he is another green. annoying thing. He's like barely green. Like you <laughs> see him, he turns up and he, he's made of wood. So I guess that's like good enough of, to be green. Um, but <laughs> they've shot the whole thing so like dark and gritty with all the color bled out of it that basically everything is just brown and grey. Uh, so you have to really oh, use yeah, your imagination was, to get him to be green. Bright. Oh, maybe they meant green in another sense. Maybe they, since he's made out of wood, maybe they meant like eco-friendly night. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I think that's what they meant. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were going for. <laughs> I think that's what, who was it, Thomas Mallory or whoever that wrote this? I think that's what he was going for. <laughs> It was a statement on climate change. (laughs) So in the poem, it's made very clear that he is properly wearing stuff that's all green. Um, And I think his hair is green. Oh, the poem, the poem, the poem, the The poem. The poem, the poem, the poem. Right, so can I get get this out then? Yeah, go on. I've read this poem and it's really good. This is like a, a Middle English poem. It's from like the 1300s and it's probably... Like the the best of its kind. It's it's in this dialect. You can just about understand it if you have notes because it's it's quite old language and it's in like a weird brummy dialect or whatever. Um, but you can you can just about get through it and it's it's good. It's entertaining. 
And I read in in preparation for watching this, I thought, you know, what? I've just read like the first third of this. I need to read it properly. So I found a translation of it into modern English by, drumroll please, J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh! Um, who was a massive fan of this <laughs> and being like a literature professor at Oxford, um, wrote loads about it and wrote wrote his... Uh, yeah, wrote a translation of it. And he did a great job. And it really sort of captures the the rhythm and the language of the original poem, but it's it's like modernized so you can understand it. Um and it's this delightful poem um set in, yeah, the court of King Arthur. At, and as part of that, it's you know, everyone's really jolly and everyone's rejoicing and playing games and things. And then, yeah, there's this this whole uh game that he plays with the Green Knight when the Green Knight turns up to the feast. Um, Gawain you know, boldly stands up and heroically you know, offers to play this and everyone um, you know, laughs uproariously and then they do that. And, that, and it's all... It's a, it's a, a kind of a, a... What's the word? Like a tribute to this whole idea of medieval courtly knighthood and he goes on this whole quest because he's an honourable man. And in this, we've got him like sleeping with prostitutes and stuff at the start, and then turning up to this this grim like dirge feast. And and then the the brown man turns up, and they <laughs> the green knight. Like, oh, sorry, the green knight turns up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. it- I I didn't get that in the film, as far as I could tell. The Green Knight says, oh, someone gets to hit me and then I'll kill them in a year's time. And Gawain's <laughs> like, yep, I'll go for that. Exactly. Instead of them all just saying, well, no, that's stupid. Um, I yeah, I think I, well, I have thoughts on that, but we'll, okay. we'll come to that. Mm. So again, this is something that fucking makes sense in the poem because the Green Man <laughs> turns up and he is a man. He is a surprisingly large man. He's described as, you know, being... Uh, almost a giant of a man, but he is a man on a horse, and he gets off the horse, and he's uh, his clothes are all green, and he boasts that he's the strongest man, and that he could, and he says, you know, this challenge, which is, I'm going to stand here, and you can land one blow with an axe on me, and the only, uh, the, the only, you know return to that you know you can have the first blow and then in a year's time i will deliver deliver another blow back to you so obviously i think well it's a free blow you can just cut his head off and so king arthur stands up and says i'll I'll, yeah i'll take this challenge on uh, thinking i can kill this man uh and then yeah gawain steps in and says oh my my life is is less important than yours sire let me do this um, and cuts the guy's head off. And that's the big surprise, is that because he looks like a just a human, the surprise is then he stands up and picks his head up um, <gasps> and goes off and, and suddenly realizes, oh, he's got into more than he expected here because the man is not dead. Now, when this guy turns up that's a fucking tree, <laughs> obviously he's like a fairy ghost ent or whatever. Uh, how... And immediately, there's you're not really thinking, oh, he's going to kill him, and it's all going to be fine. Um, yeah, there's 
that's a, a surprising thing. But then because Gawain is such an honourable knight, he goes through with the agreement and he does go to seek out the Green Knight, knowing that he's probably going to his death. So I and see it makes where the more problem sense. here is. That the problem is that <clears throat> we're referencing the poem and we're not only referencing the poem, but we're also referencing Tolkien's version of the poem. And I personally spoke to Tolkien, and he told me <laughs> that he hated the poem. <laughs> so much so that he decided to rewrite it in a way that he liked. So the poem that you read by Tolkien is actually not the poem at all. Uh, um, so yeah, we're talking about three yeah. different stories here. I didn't realize your personal correspondence with, uh, with J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That sounds legit to me. I don't know about you guys. I mean, but... that bit of the poem, I have actually read the original and just like looked up all the words that I needed to to figure out what it meant. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Well, well, maybe those maybe, dictionaries maybe, are wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Med- medieval English just doesn't mean what it what it what, what it means. <laughs> it's, it's just something else. Yes, yeah, correctly translated. This means then a tree man walked in and everything was dark and gloomy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wait, like usually the... on the bounty. No, no, you. I was just gonna say, you know, nothing can live up to the '60s version, but we're trying our best in the '30s, Michael. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I still need to pick that. That'll be a good one. Mm. When we do a, a naval epic, I hope you do. I hope you do it before the next Oscars, because I'm also going to pick the bounty. And then we can have a category <laughs> that's just Mutiny on the Bounty adaptation. Yes, best Mutiny on the Bounty adaptation. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the re- again, yeah, this is a this is a new work of art. This is a new film that's come out, and we, it doesn't need to be the exact same thing as the source material. The thing that's annoying me is they've changed it so it doesn't make sense, and it does make sense in the original version. I think uh, it makes sense. Yeah? It makes the empty sense. All right, who was the headless girl? Who was the fox? Who was the woman with a blindfold on? Who was the guy in the... Yeah? Yeah, definitely. That doesn't sound right. It is right. I've read interviews with the director. That that character was his mother. And also Morgan Le Fay, the witch. Who was oh, yeah, yeah, so that is right. Yes, yeah. so again, that is explained clearly at the end of the poem when we find out what all this was about and the, the mystery comes out. In this, it's just a fucking old woman with a blindfold on that no, looks nothing like his mum. she's mom. a sorcerer. She looks like his mum. She doesn't look a lot like his mum. I mean, it's, she's an actor. She's not related to him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, we see his mum at the start, though, don't we? That is, what do you mean? That That's the same person. It's the same actor. Yeah. And he just doesn't notice this. And he's like, oh, it's an old woman with a blindfold on. Oh, sorry. I see. The old woman at the end. Uh, I meant the woman at the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, no. When when he's staying in the castle and the... That's his mum. Yeah. That that is his mum, though. The the director said in an interview that 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 is his mum. Yeah. Again, so... So that... How that's, in, that's great. I wish he'd put that in the film rather than just being afterwards like, oh, again. yeah, Dumbledore's gay. That's his <laughs> mum. I don't think we need to know, though. 
Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares whether any of the characters have any relationship to each other? Uh, why don't we just put, like, some red dots on the screen and then we'll all eat our popcorn and then we'll go home happily being like, I wonder what the red dots were. And then we can read something from the director six months later in a Cracked.com article where it explains that the red dots are, like... Stalin and Jesus or something will be like, oh, that's really interesting. What a great film. I must rate it 100%. (laughs) Look, I I agree with Fernando. You can think whatever you like. That's what the invitation is. You you know, it's like, who is this woman? Do I care? No, maybe. I don't know. And then if you want to, you can just be like, what did the director think? Okay, that's what I'll think. No, but but I I watch a film because I want the film to tell me a story. I don't want to watch a film and be like, this is a prompt for your own story in your head. I can just sit in a room and think about things if I want to. But I was hoping someone would make a story for me and film it (laughs) well uh, also it's just it's like you know it's one of those films that's like life I don't look at every woman and be like how she related to me you know sometimes a woman is just there and that's fine you know there's just a woman with a blindfold who doesn't say anything (laughs) maybe there was (laughs) do you remember in uh, do you remember in Jurassic Park where they're they're having dinner talking about the the dinosaurs and then there's just randomly a woman in the corner with a blindfold on and the camera lingers on her for 15 seconds and then it's never explained. Steven Spielberg is a genius. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some ambiguity can work in films, don't get me wrong, if there's like a a bit of a mysterious thing at the end. But when it's just they haven't given you a reason to care even, Mm. um, yeah, if you're like, you never quite find out who the murderer was or something, but maybe you can... the entire point of any of the story, for example. Yeah, if you can't find... Yeah, if you don't know what any of the point of the story was, it's just rubbish. Taking this idea of, you know how like films are getting more and more like, oh, there's a twist at the end. And then it's getting, it's like, maybe, maybe it's gone full circle and we just don't have twists anymore. We just don't end films. (laughs) We're in a post-conclusion society. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I could, I've, again, read some interviews with the director. So these aren't my thoughts at all. And I didn't come up with this, but I feel like he has explained it a bit and I'm happy to repeat what he said. I don't want to hear it though. This is the well, thing. He well, didn't engage I, me I enough during the film. You. Wait, before, before, <laughs> you can't make me listen. Before we listen to the director's comments, why should we care about the director's comments in the same way that we should... I, I think that we should not care about the director's comments in the same way that we shouldn't care about the poem itself. Oh, uh, ooh, that's an interesting... Hmm... I, I kind of agree. I think the only reason I cared about the director's comments was because, again, I read them, I think, before I watched it, and it made things make sense, and that made me enjoy it more. And I'm just wondering if I could transfer some of that to these bloody <laughs> misery guts in the corners here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Wilf is going to love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Wilf. Oh, hello, Wilf. How so, nice. Uh- 
I think I, I tend to agree with what Fernando's saying there, which is a, a film has to stand up on its own and the director can't come in and just tell us what they think afterwards. Like They, they need to put that in the film if they want us to consider it. I think that it is said, in the film. if said, if, if there is something in the film and you're now going to point out something that I sort of missed because I wasn't paying close enough attention, that's different. T- will take it, it away, it, Laura. Yeah. Will, will it turn out that the Green Knight is gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always thought of the Green the Knight way. as gay. <laughs> By the way, certainly. We'll come to that. Sure. <laughs> okay, good stuff. <laughs> Um, yes, I think so. I think this is still a film about chivalry, right? Um, and it, so it begins. With, it's more of a journey, though. Like he's he's definitely not chivalrous in the beginning, as we see. Yeah. He's like just just not a not not a good person, but like you know, he's still a, a lovable rogue. But he certainly yeah. only thinks of himself, etc. Um, but he also still has this desire to prove himself, which is what drives him to go on this journey or whatever um yeah yes and we see it's still it's something that slowly develops oh god i'm sorry i'm dredging up the memory here this is not barely remembering the film or what the interview said um but yeah so like with like rescuing the lady's head chivalrous yes yeah um but his chivalry is tested in the castle and he fails the test by you know Getting it off with the the lady, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yep. And then what happens at the end? He runs away. He runs away. He runs away. That's not him running away. That's the Green Knight giving him a vision of what would happen if he ran away. And then in the end, he meets the challenge and decides to. Which again, there's more interpretations of this, which I'm sure we can get into. But he 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 doesn't run away. In the end, he meets his fate with integrity and dignity and chivalry. Yeah, he throws away the uh, the the green sash that would have saved his life. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I I don't remember exactly how it ends. I just remember him seeming unworthy at the end. Oh, it just ends with the green knight saying, "Off with your head." Yeah. Oh, so okay. we can, I suppose, assume that he got his head cut off. Yeah, we assume the green knight then kills him, and so <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Well, there's another reading of this, I think. But again, I'm not I just don't remember it well enough to, to say it, but the fact that it was color conscious casting, so they have, you know, Dev tells obviously of Indian descent. Um sure. and stuff like that, which is that there's this interesting we've got these extremely pale white figures of Arthur and Guinevere, who we know have just enacted this horrific violence and war and like colonialism where they're just sustaining that kind of violent cycle of like rulership i don't know what is that a word what, no. what had they done they well they talked about it in the i just can't remember but maybe they talked about like defeating the saxons or yeah i think so of like the bathing in saxon blood or something and then we see this these bloody battlefields i don't know that wasn't really colonialism though that was no 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 that wasn't colonialism um, in fact the saxons were the invaders yeah. in that case and the the celts were the indigenous people this is where I'm misremembering the the thing that I read. There was something about imperialism. It was still about British imperialism. Okay. Uh, well, that, he was trying to establish telling. Britain. That was that was Arthur's yeah. goal, wasn't it? To create a united Britain. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, certainly. I don't know a lot about the the 
the legend. But Nor do I. I this is where I'm, I feel like I'm being led. Because that was, I'm, that was I'm his father wrong. Uther's dream was for a united Britain. I think. Wasn't that? I thought that was that your man from the Last Kingdom. Oh, that was uh, Alfred. No, that wasn't. That was Alfred. Alfred. Oh, so that's a that's an actual history rather than made up myth. Yeah. Oh, I see. Cool. So yeah, the reality was that there were these people called Britons who we'd think of as Celts, a bit like the sort of Cornish or Welsh people today, um, and they kind of covered the whole of Britain. And then the Saxons invaded from Germany and conquered a lot of it oh, um, and eventually pushed the the Britons all the way back to just these small areas like Cornwall and Wales. Um, and then the, yeah, the Saxons established what they then called England and the legend of King Arthur slots in there where the, Vi- the, sorry, the Saxons have started attacking and have started invading Britain and, and, uh, yeah, he is trying to repel that invasion, and yes, yeah, so therefore to uh, to claim back Britain for for the the Britons, the Celtic the Britons. Yeah. <laughs> what? So I, I guess see. that's the war we're seeing in right. that. Right. Okay, that makes mm, is the invading really Saxons with, and him pushing that them back. Doesn't really work with the reading that I like. Oh, so good job. There was no actual information in the film, and you can interpret it however you like. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. You see, exactly. what you can do Because we don't need to be tied to the, the historical <clears throat> discussion of who King Arthur was, because this was a bold new interpretation. In fairness, but it is all a myth be, anyway. So. To be fair. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So the Saxon thing, fine, kind of justified. But did he then go on to be more violent? No. Oh, well. Not in any of the uh, old stories. He, he was a he was a goodie. He was I a noble. King Arthur. He was a goodie. Yeah. Oh, I he was see. a goodie. I'm not sure the point was him for him to be a goodie or a baddie. Actually, I, do you know what? You got me. <laughs> did did they just cast everyone completely Weird regardless? Film club. <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay, just to finish the interpretation, the idea yeah, is that go. he can either like try and rise to the the sort of you uh, conquer the white man's world in using the white man's tools which is the wording that the, the article used i think pretty much sure. um or he can exempt himself from this cycle of bloodshed and violence and imperial wish to conquer which i now admit i did not know enough about the history to question that which doesn't seem applicable but anyway exempt <laughs> himself from the cycle of violence and accept his own fate with with dignity which i said okay Mm. The Saxons came from Germany. I am mm. also quite. I did not know that either. They came I from mean, my Saxony. Yeah, but nobody knows where Saxony is. Saxony is a a state of the modern Germany, isn't it? What? Mm-hmm. It's like it's in North Germany. It's, uh, it's where the Saxons came from. What? The Saxons and the Angles, and I think the Jutes, all came over from sort of North Germany, Denmark type area. Um, that's why English is a Germanic language. That's why there are so many similarities between English and, and German. Oh, I've always wondered about that. I was like, why is English a Germanic language? Yeah, I that, that is it. it. Wow. But if you listen to like Welsh, there's there's no Germanic influence at all. It's it's an old Celtic language. Something like what K 
King Arthur or the, the real people that are represented by King Arthur would have spoken. What? Yeah. They would not be speaking English? No. I don't want to live in that England. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, so I mean that's fine anyway. I I, sorry, I'm I'm shitting on your your theory, Laura. But I I think we do see Arthur as being a bit of a dick at the start, right? That he he's kind of jaded and he's like an old man that's all miserable and grumpy. Oh, I can't sickly. remember. I think it's the end of an era. That's the other thing. Like, right. You know, it's like one of those things, like an of an e- an epoch. Yeah. Mm. And, that's and so what to break the, the cycle, meant. he needs to refuse all help and just die. Yeah. Because a tree man wanted him to. Well, not because of the tree. The tree man's just a tool. It's just a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not quite getting but yeah, it. So apparently also they included the giants. You know, remember the bit with the giants? That was quite something. Like calls to the mm-hmm. giants. I quite like that. And they're leaving. Like, you know, it's kind of like one of those mythical beasts leaving the realm is like the end of a, signifies the end of something. Which yeah, is like the elves leaving Middle in. Earth. Exactly. Ties in with like Arthur's diminishing presence and reign. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, so the end of Arthur's reign was a real disaster, wasn't it? So, oh, was it? Well, he just he didn't really have any heirs or anything. It was all a bit, bit crap. Mm. Like Britain was on the up, and then it was like, meh, whatever. Oh, I see. So, there can yeah, be this was in the that. golden age, wasn't it? Yeah, in the in the legend. So I, I can see being a little bit. Of, Something imagery around that. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know much about Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. That's a thing. Hmm. And then I thought I'd learn things by watching a film based on it, but uh, yeah, I did not. Sorry, you got motifs from it, but um, yeah, not really the same story at all. Bad times. It's a wonder, wonderful poem. If anyone decides to read it, Ugh. took me took me like two hours to read it. Um, two hours, and so I'm a very slow reader. <laughs> In fact, how long was the film? <laughs> About two hours. <laughs> By the way, remember I was excited earlier, um, but we started talking about something else. The other version mm-hmm. of the film, yeah. Does it, which oh, the green might be made an appearance. Gay. No, 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 no. It was, I'm just telling you about the other adaptation of this poem. Oh. It was in 1984. Guess who plays the green knight? Denzel Sean Connery. <laughs> it's Sean Connery. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh, God. Yay. <laughs> we got to watch it. We have to watch it. It looks so shit. I can't wait. <laughs> 1980s Sean Connery. Oh. Nice guess, Beautiful. Michael. <laughs> I could I could hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah. oh, excellent. Uh, but that that kind of sounds to me like that might be the right kind of thing. 
because it mm. deals with some serious themes, but it's a it's a jolly poem. Like it's a it's an exciting, uh, big, fun, campy romance, um, full of <laughs> daring do and romance, swashbuckling and fun. adventure, swashbuckling adventure. It's, it's great. Oh well, I've ever that. Sold that. <laughs> oh, I've just looked it up, and the cover looks. Exactly like the sort of film I hate. So I imagine that will come up quite soon. <laughs> I think you'll love it, Laura. Looking it does look like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Sword of the Valiant. Brilliant. So the other thing that we don't get mm. is, um, you remember the, the guy, he stays at his castle. Oh, yeah. Um, stays at the guy's castle and, and has this sort of weird affair with his wife. Mm. Um, that guy is the Green Knight. <gasps> and yeah. that's just never explained or revealed. I mean, maybe in this version, he's not the Green Knight. I don't know. Um, but things like that, yeah, there were so many like loose ends that they just didn't tie up. And I thought that was mm. a, real, a real waste. Maybe that's why the character gets killed in the end. Because mm. he slept with his wife. Yeah. Well, that it was supposed to test his virtue, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. And he failed because, you know. Many. Because <laughs> men. Because <laughs> men, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It would make sense with them all being gay. Apart from the heterosexual <laughs> sex. But we we, we we never see it. So if we never see it, it didn't happen. Yeah, maybe they're just friends. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or maybe they were all at it every single scene. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't think they're all. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't thought about that actually. To be honest. <laughs> Did you enjoy the uh, the scene where he rides over on the horse and kisses him full on the lips? And yeah, I didn't didn't think much about that. To be honest. Pretty great so, stuff. The, the original poem is in medieval English, and I think mm. that the medieval word for men is women. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it. V. Though. <laughs> so just the same, isn't it? What are V saying, Fernando? <laughs> what sayest thee? Whom do you think you are? <laughs> Some kind of superstar. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe Mm. the Spice Girls got that wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've said all that I have to say about the Green Knight. I'm sure I had something else, but it's gone now. So, Mm. yeah, I'm also done, I think. It's not the worst film ever. I didn't feel like my time was completely wasted, but I... I thought it it had really good use of sound. Okay. Maybe that was just when I was in the cinema. That really struck me when I was in the cinema, like especially in the beginning when it was doing all this like bonging. Ooh, the bonging. Love a bit of bonging. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we haven't really done symbolism. I mean, we kind of did. I can't believe we didn't do the flute or something else. It's all symbolism. Oh, thank you. <laughs> By the way, I found the symbolism flute. It was all, I'm all so this glad time. I missed it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All this time we was just next to the TV, but who watches the TV? And who put it there? Wow. 
<laughs> How strange. Well, well I'm glad you found I'm it. I'm pleased. <laughs> Do you think they were gay? Was the axe meant to symbolise something? You know, the, you know, they cut off each other's heads. I think the poem makes it explicit that they were gay. <laughs> Green Knight is the devil. Yeah. Trying to tempt Gawain. That's a symbol. Could be. Yeah. Temptation is, is definitely a big theme, isn't it? Mm. Um, and they the, sort of carried that over. The direct, Not to keep harping on about the director, but mm. he, he also said it was a story about a mother and a son. So the whole thing was about their relationship. Okay. <laughs> right. Again, I wish he'd put that in the film. Well, you know, it's there. Kind of. So it's subtext. We see her a bit at the start, don't it's we? It's subtext. But she conjures the Green Knight. Yeah, okay. As we eventually find out if we listen to the director. <laughs> but we see that in the film, her conjuring the Green Knight. She does the oh, spell. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. She puts the blindfold on, she does the conjuring, the spell, and she poof, appears. Oh, I saw her doing a thing, but I didn't get that that was her summoning the, summoning the Green Knight. Well, there you go. <laughs> Man. D- did you say the mother was Morgan Le Fay? Yeah. Because mm. is, is that the case in the, the poem? Because yeah. my understanding was that Gawain was the son of Morgoz, the witch. I don't know who Morgos is. Maybe that's the. Uh, maybe that mother. has been the same character at some point. Um. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um. Yeah. My. I thought Gawain was Mordred's brother. Mordred's brother. In which case, the evil witchness would make sense. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't think we see Mordred. Certainly, we have. Yeah, Morgan Le Fay as a, a not entirely good force. Mm. Um, and I think she's Arthur's sister, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and Gawain, we we certainly know is is Arthur's nephew. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we only find out at the end that that this old woman in the the castle that he stays in uh, turns out to be Morgan Le Fay. Okay. Uh, yeah, because so Morgos is his um, like half sister or whatever or something. Gorlois, um daughter yeah, yeah so, okay yeah he, arthur's a son of a green like um so they're half sister and brother sure oh uh, yeah i don't think it goes into much detail on it just it just seems strange that that's contradictory <laughs> but then it is all made up so yeah yeah i matter. think some of the characters get split up and get merged yeah. together in different retellings in quite an interesting way. Well, that oh, would I confuse a stupid person, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what did I you watch? watch? A, I, what was it called? I think it was just called King Arthur. But in that one, they'd been like, oh, this is, you know, it's beyond the myth. It's like the historical, factual one where Arthur yes. was, was like Arturius or something, a Roman soldier. Hmm. Yes. It had Kira Knightley in it. Oh, dear. She was really, well, I, you know, I love Kira Knightley, but she turned Me in too. a bad performance. That's what oh, I have no. to say. <laughs> <laughs> that just didn't sound good Not somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's so big budget, and I have no idea what went so wrong with it, because it's meant to be like epic, but it was just so shit. It was one of those things where you're like, oh. you've just failed so bad. I can see everything you... I can see the script on the screen. Yeah, okay. Anyway. 
Um, but yeah, but yeah, I don't think I think that's all I have to say. So, all in all, Laura, good film or bad film? Good film. Thumbs up, Fernando. Well, the thing is, I did enjoy watching it. <laughs> Good. But now I'm not sure after this discussion. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I turned you around. I hate when that happens. Um. Well, as I've said, film club, film club giveth, film club taketh away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm unsure. I'll have to revisit unsure. my position. Yes. Claire. <laughs> I really disliked it. I think Fair it was enough. incoherent and yeah. didn't really have a story. Yeah. Made sense. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I agree yeah. with you. I wonder moments, if on a second no. watching I might get more out of it, like you say, Laura. But I knew just, I should have forced Johnny English on us all. I'm just <laughs> not willing to to do that to watch. I look forward to Johnny English in the future. I did admire your willingness to rewatch something and enjoy it, though. I think that's impressive. Like I just have no interest in rewatching this, even though there's a chance I might like it. To me, if I re like there's some films that I hate and I never want to see again. Um and then there's some that I just start I keep thinking about them and I'm like, mm, I'd like to see that. Like Barry Lyndon. Didn't mm. that go well? I love Barry Lyndon. Yeah. yeah. Such a good film. Yes. Mm, yeah, that was worth a gamble. <laughs> Uncut mm. Gems, less worth a gamble. I can't, I liked it. I thought it was fun. <laughs> a fun time. <laughs> Good old Adam Sandler. Oh dear, bad old Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was interesting. I just yeah. interesting to watch. Just didn't really like it. Hey, we're not here to pick good films. No, that's true. We're here to judge because exactly. we have the authority <laughs> invested mm. in us by us. Indeed. Yeah. We finished yeah. there then? I thought it was compelling. I'll play the music because my phone's on 1%. Nice. <laughs> Great. Okay. Beautiful. <gasps> Just beautiful. So I've just looked it up because I'd forgotten where we were, but uh, it's uh, the, the other three of us now. Oh, was okay. I first? You were first. I hate that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you were also last hat. on the last one. You've done two in a row now. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, could you count us in, Laura? Yes. Three, two, one. Scissors. Oh, Claire oh, wins. Wow. Claire wins. Oh, that was easy. Wow. You got to film for us. You guys are us. rubbish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to suggest Big Fish. Big, Big Fish. Nice. Which nice. I believe I'll get you a year. It's a Tim Burton. Big thing. fish. I've heard of this. I've never heard of this. 2003. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Big fish, 2003, Tim Burton. 